This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. All right, today is April 19th, and the Yankees just came off a two-game set versus the Miami Marlins. Won one very big, lost one very big. Two freezing cold games. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. All right, hello everyone. Thank you for joining and talking. And li- you're not talking. I hope. Well, do you think some people talk back to us while they listen? There's people talking. Well, thank you for listening on this off day. My name is John Boy, and I'm coming to you from Marlboro, New Jersey today. I'm in my aunt's basement. It's 12:20 a.m. I drove home from the game. And now I'm talking Yanks. I have my co-host Jake, who's in Denver at his apartment. I think. Yeah, I was I was in Colorado Springs all day doing doing work, and before the show and our our pre-show meeting, we were having a tired off. Who's more tired? So this should be a really electric episode. I'm more tired. I went to the game. Well, I went to the game, Jake. Freezing cold game. I was with Joe's McFly. Justin Diamond, if you're on Yankees Twitter, you definitely know who they are. Joe's has been on the show before. Justin writes for Talking Yanks. Really, for how shitty of a game it was, it was a fun time. But freezing cold. Like, freezing, freezing cold. Then, I drove home. I missed an exit. I got off the exit. I was checking my phone to, like, like the the GPS in my mom's car is so antiquated. So, I was like, this, I don't trust this piece of shit. So, I got my phone out. Cop pulls me over. Hey, I pulled you over because you were using your phone. He was like, where are you coming from? I wanted to be like, fuckhead, you think I'm just like dressed up in my Yankees jersey over my sweatshirt just to go to the store? Like I'm a, like a grown infant? Or was that the Yankees game? Anyway, he didn't give me a ticket at all. He's like, where are you headed? Marlboro. Marlboro. He's like, that's you're not going the right way at all. I said, I know, sir. That's why I had my phone out. I'm lost. <laughs> he was like. He was like, okay, we'll go this way, go this way, go home. So then I had to get gas. You know, getting gas in New Jersey is bullshit. Yeah. It's, people in New Jersey think it's good that they pump it for you and you don't have to get out of your car. I spent 10 extra minutes just sitting there because the guy was doing whatever and go knows what, and I couldn't take it out. They act like it's a luxury, but it's not. It's a, It's like a wild inconvenience not being able to just pump your own gas and leave really quickly. Such great Northeast stuff. Just like, how how did that happen and stay? Yeah, I don't know. It's in Oregon, too. New Jersey and Oregon. So, yeah, I'm really tired. And I have to edit this. And I have to catch a plane tomorrow morning at uh, 7 a.m. So, boom. I'm You're more tired. Idiot. 
No, it's a tired off, not an ugly off. Yeah, well, you're winning both. And I went to both games. All right, let's talk some Yankees baseball. Weird series because we won huge and we lost huge. So pretty weird series. What's your worry level at, Jake? Now we're coming off the loss. If these games were reversed, this would be a happy episode. But they go in yeah. the order they go. So what's your what's your worry level at? Worry level's still a two. I was at a two after Boston. I'm at a two now. Five hundred. I'm a little less worried after Boston. We're a good good week away from being completely fine. I agree. It is a little annoying, and someone asked me a while ago, what's your biggest concern? Like, you have to have some worries. What's your biggest worry? Is it pitching? Is it hitting? Blah, blah, blah. It's that I, this team seems very feast or famine, and that's what we got this weekend. And that's not a good trait to have going forward. So if I had to say, like, something I really don't want to see anymore, it's exactly what we saw in this two-game set. Yeah, that's that's what we're waiting for. And it's it's unfortunate that it keeps turning into – we need like seven runs. It would be cool. Even if we were down like three runs and we just chipped away at it and had a nice comeback. But right now it's just like, oh, we either kill them and run away or, oh, they've got an early lead. I guess mm, here comes Chase and Shreve. Have another run. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, so here's some swinging bunts. Uh, Tommy Canley to the DL. To- uh, pull- something with his shoulder. It explains why his velocity was down. They think he just needs rest, and he should be back after a couple days. They're very hopeful. It's a short thing. Obviously, why would they say the opposite? What are your thoughts? Is this kind of, is this kind of pure shoulder shrug? Like, you have to hope it's kind of fully nothing, but it could very much be a bad thing. Yeah, you never know. Like, sometimes people yeah. just have dead arms. But it, he was, like, dipped in velocity, so it is nice to have an answer for that. that that's nice, right? Like, I think that's good. <laughs> Unless it's like a very serious injury, but not good. Yeah, I don't think it is. CC is going to come back off the DL. That's good. So that was just a little blip. You, you got to see more Sessa, so you're happy. Sessa left, then came back because of Canely. Jace Peterson elected free agency and then signed with the Yankees. You have to wonder the schematics and, like, the ins and outs of that. Why? What's the difference there, Jake, than just electing to go to be outright to triple a you think there was like a firm handshake deal somewhere in there but what's the benefit i don't know the ins and outs maybe he gets paid maybe gets paid a little more queso like gets another gets another signing bonus (laughs) yeah i don't know um and then he gets in in right field in the blowout game that's all the roster stuff oh uh ellsbury now has a toe thing. So it went from oblique to sick to hip to toe. Someone, I'll, I'll send one of you. Someone came at me with, uh, do you think he's just being like semi-rebellious after all the trade talk and all that stuff? And I was like, no, because he would, he would have a lot of opportunities to play and like win a starting job at this point. I would go the complete opposite way. If you're yeah. going to go one of those ways, I would say the Yankees are saying, oh, your toe hurts? Yeah, okay, 10 more days, Jacoby, to the point where Jacoby's now not going to say anything because yeah. they're just going to keep putting injuries know. on he's, him. He's made of glass. He's made, <laughs> he's of glass. made of glass. What else do we got? No other small moves? We want to get into the games? I mean, it's really weird to do notes because there's, not, there's nothing big. Uh, worry level, the defense is really bad. Uh, we have. I, th- I think that's a gapper if we're if we're gonna follow a format. Okay. The defense is bad. Second most errors in MLB. Yep. And today it was like incredibly bad. 
you had Didi make an error, which you rarely, rarely see. There's just like missing cutoffs, throwing home and like missing. It's just sloppy play. Andujar isn't solid. Austin at first isn't solid. And Neil Walker, I guess, at second isn't solid. And then yeah. Didi makes an error. And it's just, uh, yeah, sloppy, sloppy play. I think that's concerning. More than more than the pitching, I, I thought this game was more being at it, so like the angles are different than when you see it on TV. But Neil Walker trying to get that ball at yeah. second, I said it looked like when your coach is sitting on the bucket, hitting you, like throwing you batting practice, and then you hit a grounder by him, and he tries to reach for it without getting his ass off the bucket at all. Yeah. That's what that play looked like with Neil Walker. It's a great comparison, actually. Thank you, Jake. Oh, did I tell you that I also have a pinched nerve and I woke up paralyzed this morning? No. Tell us more. So I get, I got this last year, first time in my life. Pinched nerve starts in my neck, floats down to my shoulder. But what happens is, like, if I try to sit up or roll over any which way, excruciating, excruciating pain. Nice. So, like, when I was with Katie... I'd wake her up just trying to get up like, and then you have to shower, get some ibuprofen, move around. It goes away. Like right now it's pretty much gone, but I'll wake up paralyzed again tomorrow, not being able to move. So I'm struggle bus. I used to be, I was a big put one half of the wall, one half of the bed against the wall and I would sleep wall side. Yeah. I don't know if it was fear of falling originally or what caused it. I think it's because I'm so naturally hot, not like sexy, like just very naturally warm that I would like be near the wall because it was cold. Oh, I touched the wall. Yeah. So I sleep but, with my hand fully palmed onto the wall because that's a source of cold to run through my body. Yeah. So I'm with you. Well, full palming the wall all night. A doesn't seem right, but I'm, I'm going to let that go for now to finish my story. You don't leave your hand on the wall all night. I I, I do, and I well, not on the wall. I all night. I have well, I have a bedside table now, so I I hold something. I've asked Katie to buy me like a metal paperweight, like ball, you know, like a baseball that's metal, that like a paperweight, so I could just grip it as I sleep to keep the cold running through me. And she thinks it's too weird and won't buy it for me. That's so weird, and I still don't believe that you hold something all night. It's not like for eight. It's like holding like a grip. It's just like rubbing against it. Anyways, I wake up. <laughs> I'm I'm like 14 years old. And I'm sleeping vertically with my feet in the air against the wall. And I slept on my neck with my body weight vertical all night. So I wake up so much weight on my neck all night. Can't move my neck. Freaking out. 14. Just start screaming, mom, <laughs> mom. She comes upstairs. She sees me like vertical against the wall. She's like, what the hell is happening? She thought I was like possessed or something. I mean, it just it was one of those things like it took a little bit to get warm after that. But I was okay, but so scary. Waking up like that is not good. Yes, that's what I did this morning. It wasn't fun. Um, I'm, I feel for you. Not You don't keep your hand on something all night. I do. I do. All right. Take a video. Prove it. It's not like you're thinking of it more than what it is. Because it's a bed- you, No, because I'm saying it how I'm saying it, which makes it not real. So I have a I have a bedside table, right? Sure. I 
I my left hand, my like my forearm and palm lays on top of that. Like, see, this is the table like that. D- duration of the night. Yeah, I don't move. You don't move or anything. Katie and I have a. F- All right, take a video of it. Fine, and, and I'll believe it. Katie and I have a full bed that we share. There's not a lot of place to move, and That's she. Fine. Also, so I think I pinched my nerve because I slept on my right side of my body for the first time in months. Because when me and Katie share a bed, I sleep on the left side of my body because I need to face open air. I can't face her because then the breath. Right. Too blocking. much heat. Too much yeah. heat. Yes. So I slept the other way because I was hanging out with Zimmer, my dog, and he was sleeping in bed. And I think my body was like, yo, we haven't done this in years. You can't just sleep yeah. on the other side of your body for the first time. So, boom, I'm going to throw you this pinched nerve, show some respect. That's what my body did, I think. It's talking sleep. Talking sleep. All right, so, yeah, that Neil Walker error was terrible. And then... Um, the, de- the defense is just a gapper right now. I, I mentioned it in a prideful way last episode, but... Giancarlo stands playing left field. I mean, Neil Walker has never been known for his defense. Andujar literally didn't get a spot on the team due to his defense. And you see, you see, and you have a baseball inning like that, and that just it just hurts your soul. It hurts your soul because yeah. getting getting an out in baseball. What a weird, what a beautiful sport. Because when you get an out on defense. It feels so rewarding, even though that's what the batter should do percentage wise. Mm-hmm. But if you blow that, then it just seems like you've given so much away. And if you so and if away. you blow the third out of the inning on a little dribbler like Andy, oh, like Andujar did, and then you have Bohr up and you pitch around him because he's one of the big major league guys, so you don't give him much to hit. Then you have Real Muto up and you fall behind three. Three and one. I said to the, my section, like Tanaka should not give him a fastball here because Real Muto, right off the DL, runners on base, chance to prove himself. You know he's swinging out of his shoes if Tanaka puts the three-one pitch anywhere near the zone. I said with the scrubs behind him, I'd just throw the splitter in the dirt, hope he swings and misses. Tanaka grooved a fastball for him. He crushed the home run. That was bad pitching by Tanaka, but it all happened and led up to that point by a really bad error by Andujar, which doesn't excuse the bad pitching. It's just like it was a clusterfuck of shit that led to a bad, bad outing. Quick, quick, big stinky cheese. Like our losses just feel devastating so far. (laughs) Yes, that's our, our losses are, are very bad and our wins this was the first like rewarding win we've had basically where like yeah. th- game one and game 15 we're like, okay, cool. We're good. Those are the only two games where it was like, yeah, everything went great. Yeah. The other game, the Red Sox win, it just felt like we gave our momentum away. Like we should have had a nice rewarding win. And then yep. we made it a game and we're just in fear of blowing it. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's getting tough. It's still so early in the season. But it it still just feels feels off. It feels like there just hasn't been a normal winning game. And I know that sounds like Yankee fandom a little bit, but it's it hasn't been like, oh well, the Yankees put together a couple rallies. They're up five to three. The bullpen came in, did their job. Good baseball game. Like we haven't said that. <laughs> I think the most normal one was game two when Tanaka went like seven innings and then the bullpen came in and it was a four to two victory or something like that. But yeah, yeah since then has one out of 16. It also like, we haven't even got to 20 wins yet. So I'm not that worried. And, and we're not like 
we're not 20 games, I guess. And we're not buried. We're 500, which isn't good, but it's nothing. We're not yeah. di- We're not in a and hole I, for how bad think, things are going. I, we're not in a hole. I think the Dodgers have a losing record. It's so early in the season still. So. We do have a really, really tough schedule coming up. We got Blue Jays, Astros, Angels, Indians. Just got to beat them. Twins, yeah, just got. I mean, yeah, I mean, you just got to be. But it is a, it is a brutal stretch. I have uh, something to say about you. I don't think you're allowed to voice your opinion when you think a pitcher is definitely going to get listed because yeah, you've just done. You've blown it twice with Porcello and Jarlin, and then I find out that Jarlin no hit the Mets his last start. But I got it with Caleb Smith. Yeah, but everyone knew that about Caleb Smith. I wasn't as sharp on Jarlin. You, you you put it in the stratosphere. Well, here's let's talk about the game. Okay. Because that's not on me. Because what if I told you that Jarlin Garcia was going to walk five Yankees yeah. in the first three Yankee innings or whatever it was? So that's that's not on me. Yeah, I'm I'm not taking that Jarlin. Zero point two percent. No. Okay. Fine. Zero Jarlin. Dumb name. Uh, all right. Oh, I have some stadium talk. You want to hear about the most annoying motherfucker ever that sat behind me? Yes. Dude, I love being at the stadium. I love people watching. And I love people. And then I straight up just hate people. Sure. This dude behind me. If any of you listeners do this, please don't ever do this to someone. He, We were in the second deck in right field. No players can hear what you're yelling. Maybe the right fielder. Maybe. He yelled after every pitch because he was with a girl and a boy. Like, they were on a date, and they brought him because he likes baseball. And she was like, I'm so glad you're here because we needed someone who knows what's going on. So that's a terrible situation already because now this guy feels like he's got to be an expert. Like, Caleb Smith bounces a pitch. Hey, Caleb, it's about 10 feet further. Caleb Smith bounces the next pitch. I told you already, Caleb. It's further. Ump misses a call. Hey, Ump. What are you looking at? But every pitch, and me and my dad were just sitting there, like right behind me, seat directly behind me. And it's just, I was like closing my eyes, like, oh my God, dude. My God. Then this guy, Judge throws his ball up to the section over, and this guy is going to get a drink, and it, he would have caught it if he was there, but he didn't. So he puts on like a legit stand-up comedy hour where he's standing up and telling the story of like how crazy that was and it runs on way too long but i'm not that annoyed because something did happen for this guy to talk about and he's not just yelling at the field he's like talking to the fans some people are laughing the girl behind who's with the most annoying guy yells out to that guy shut up no one cares and i almost turned around and i wanted to be like that's the craziest thing girl because this guy right next to you is the one that needs to shut up they finally left like the people came and they're like hey these are our seats and they tapped mr annoying out oh no stop they were in someone else's seats yeah they were yes and they were sitting right behind me and my dad crippling crippling yeah but i turned to those people like that old lady with annoying guy in view because i'm you know passive aggressive and i just said you just saved my night thank you so much (laughs) they were like was he that bad and i was like terrible i would have moved but i love i had very first row upper deck so you're the only people that can like lean forward and see the ball and stuff which i love those seats but man don't 
yell after every pitch. Nah. Like we were with Joe's and Justin today and we were talking loudly and cracking jokes and saying things after pitches, but it was like, it was not in the same spirit. As what was your top joke? I just kept running with like floodgates are going to open. Not a really good joke, but I was like, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Did you get some good, good, get some good love at the stadium. Yankee stadium celebs. No, I mean, that's, it's weird. Some people like said, hi, I didn't realize that my El Gary hat would be such an identifier. But people yeah. were like, I just saw the hat. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, we saw some people. Uh, Andrew from Hell's Kitchen and Jordan from uh, New York. They are like regular callers. They both stopped yeah. by and hung out with us for the game. I mean, Joe's is a fun time. Justin Diamond's a fun time. Joe's got two buddies there that are pretty funny, too, that we, I met in spring training. It was fun. All right, let's get into awards. Well, first, we'll tell you to go to affordablejerseys.com to get yourself a Yankees jersey. I wore this jersey two games in a row. It was great. Didn't have a name on the back. I saw some people, names on the back. I was like, ooh, that sucks. You could have got a jersey without the name on the back for the same price because that's what affordablejerseys.com offers. Joe's friend, Jamal, next to me, he was rocking a jersey, looked at me, said, affordablejerseys.com, man, thanks for the hookup. said, you're welcome, Jamal. Nice jersey. Friends. So, 99.99, com. Tell them Talking Yanks sent you. All right, awards, Jake. And then we're going to go into, we're going to give the Yankees some awards. Then we're going to go into give awards to our listeners who yeah. like reviews. Double awards. I go first today? Yeah. Okay, so we want to do uh, Pride first? Pride of the Yankees. Okay, this is my Pride of the Yankees goes to a guy who's now receiving Pride of the Yankees for his third time in this short season, Sir Didi Gregorius. And I, and, and I don't want to give it to the most obvious person every time, but it's a two-game set. Oh, well, dude, his, his uh, exit velocity is like 130th out of 160, so. Yeah. So these, uh, none of these stats really count. Oh, oh, but he's playing incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Like, what? Why? Do you, who cares about that? People are Pete? like, <laughs> uh, for reference, everyone's tweeting how good Didi is, and Red Sox fans are saying, yeah, but his exit velocity is lo- like lowest in the league. Like, okay, does that mean his home runs are less special? They all count. Whatever. Um, Got to go Didi. He went three for six. On the in the two game set, with three walks, which is nice. Uh, three RBIs, two home runs, three runs scored, two home runs in the same game. The one first home run in that first game came right towards my section, and it was a rocket, absolute rocket, still on its way up as it hit the facade of the second deck. He had two walks today, along with Judge and Gardner. And I turned to Joe's, and at one point I was like, yo, maybe like they should try to just get hits. The walks are cool, but they're not really helping at this point. And then Didi turned around and got a hit. So Didi Gregorius, man, he's just it's like a, he's like a 10-tool player. There it is. Who's your pride? Put it, put it on his uh, monument, Monument Park, 10-tool player. Yeah. If you start counting the languages and some other stuff, he yeah, gets the, up there. Yeah, the After Effects skills, he can fix belts. <laughs> yeah, edit, video editing. Yeah. Uh, my pride of the Yankees, and it's going to be a continuation of my last award from last episode, the Looking Over Your Shoulder Award. Uh, my pride of the Yankees is Miguel Andujar. Miguel Andujar goes 
four for eight this series. He had the same stat line both games. It was two for four, one run, one RBI. The biggest thing, and again, like you said it best earlier, that if these games were reversed, we'd be running hot right now. 12-1, yay. So excited. The bats are alive. Oh, then you come after this and you're kind of dead and miserable. But uh, Anuhar hit his first Major League home run. So that's um, that was kind of a nice moment there. So I was there he, for it. I was there. I witnessed it. I'll tell my kids someday. He had he had two good games, which he built off an an award from this weekend, and his first major league home run, which was I don't know. I, I was watching on TV. I, I don't know where where what you could see, but it was kind of funny because obviously the dugout is in a bad state. They played bad defense. They just got killed by the Marlins. But then everyone was like. Ah, this is this dude's first home run. We got like we got to give him some sugar, right? So they were they were giving him some good love, which was nice. And yeah, hey, he's um, call up Anduhar. Uh, I know he had the defensive error, whatever. Well, he had, he had two. Yeah, he had uh he he had two good games with the stick. That's why everyone loves Anduhar. When <laughs> hey if. <laughs> If the defense is what it is, and that's what we've heard about for a while, at least give us the bat that we've heard about. I don't so think that. I don't think this defense is sustainable. Like, how do you mean that? Like these two games that I just saw and was at, if that's the defense he's going to give us over the course of 162, I don't. That's not sustainable as a third baseman. He can't. Yeah. He can't come in on a ball. And that's that's been the whole argument this whole time that the call-up Anuhar crew hasn't gotten. So at least if he can get the stick going, we can start doing some different things with the lineup. I mean, think of some of the different DHs we've at least seen this year. So yeah. I I'm don't not, know. I'm not um, trying to knock him big time. I'm just, that was my realization. Like, Ooh, I know that he's not God awful at defense and I know that he's, but he's not spectacular, but he's not locked down at all. He's got the arm, it seems like. He just needs to do a little more with the glove. So, And dude's still really young. I didn't realize he, he like, just turned 23. So glad to see the stick come in there. He, his hands are really quick and pretty when it works. So, um, hey, at, at least he did that. And, again, coming off of a bad loss, <laughs> give, Want you? just giving a young guy some love. Yeah, you're not too happy with your pride of the Yankees. You're kind of like making me think you don't even want to give him pride of the Yankees. You're so low about it. Dude, go, go F yourself. How about that? <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I thought you were going to give me pride of the Yankees for being in that cold with my pinched pinch No, you're nerve. giving away my Yankee MFR. Pinched nerve. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, for one with you at the stadium, so. No, one and one, you dummy. One and one, fuck. <laughs> that, was, that was a real bad. We've been talking about how I was at both games this whole time. All right, my motherfucker, Yankee motherfucker. And again. I was just counting today. <laughs> yeah, I was 0 for 1 at the stadium today. You it's got true. me there. Okay, um, a lot of people were. Yeah. My motherfucker, Yankee motherfucker, and this two-game homestand. And I'm not going to shy away from the popular guy again, Giancarlo Stan. Dude. Yeah. Wake the fuck up, man. What's up? 0 for 7 with 4Ks and 7 left on base. Actually, that was, yeah, 7 runners left on base. He came up in some big spots where it's like, hey, you're John Carlos Stanton. You got Didi and Gary protecting you, behind you. Do good stuff. 
and he just looks awful. He looks awful. He looks awful. Um, hey, I I know Didi's protecting him. Gary is quote unquote protecting him so far. Gary hasn't fully been there yet too. Gary had a couple big at bats and made us look like fools for the home run indicator so far. No, dude, the the dead air, the cold air hung that one in center field because that was absolutely crazy. That's in Monument Park if if it's an yeah. any warmer day. Same with Hicks. Those both were crushed off the bat. But Gary's missed by like five feet. So don't blame the the foul ball indicator was there. The weather was not cooperating. I'll just blame it on you. Sure. Stanton looks bad. And the booze and the when we were winning eleven nothing and he got booed. I was down there, Jake. I was in the nick of it. The beat reporters don't want to tell you this because the beat reporters just want clicks, and and this doesn't get clicks. They were very much in jest. They were very much guys just joking around, fucking around in an 11 other game, like, boo-hoo, ha-ha, boo. No one was mean-spirited about it. So sorry to break the news to all the people that are crying about being booed. It was just shits and giggles. Yeah, and right now Giancarlo is doing a Tyler Wade at home. He's hitting 097 at home. He's hitting he's hitting 323, 417 OBP with two homers on the road. So that's kind of there, but the home stats are you can't do a judge on the road in a Tyler Wade at home. Yeah, and everyone keeps saying like the weather, the weather, which I totally get, yeah. but other teams are playing in the weather. Didi hit two out in the weather too. So I I think he'll, it'll snap out of it. I think when the I think when the weather warms up, he will get better. But that doesn't no. excuse the badness now. No, it's kind of funny. I was listening to some older eps today because I was doing I was doing some manual labor. Really, yeah. So I I just had podcasts rolling, and I went through some of ours. I was listening to some Ryan Rosillo, my my well known favorite amongst our friends. And so I I was going through some old talking Yanks and like. No other podcast really interests me. That's so, like, <laughs> kind of bad bias. But so I was listening to some of our old stuff, and we were doing some preseason stuff. And it, one of the questions was, what will slow – what will – blank will be the reason for the Yankees having a slow start? And you said weather. <laughs> so I keep keep riding that pony. I said weather? Uh, yeah. I said I, – we both kind of did a shrug. I was like, I don't know. I guess the pitching wouldn't be great. And you were, you did a shrug, and you're like, I don't know, the weather. So Go hey, me. Hey, so, I am your, so I am your pride of the Yankees. No, 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 no. You're 0 for 1 today, man. Hey, we did have a, a kid came by and sat by me that works for the Yankees, and he said, um, I've been trying to get the front, front office to listen. So that's cool. Hey, front office, if you ever want me to come – and Jake – come like hang out of the stadium and I, we get we benefit from it and you also benefit from it somehow i don't you figure that end out i'm down i uh, <laughs> give the guys a pep talk <laughs> yeah who the hell are you guys <laughs> um okay do you have a motherfucker have you given your jet i do have a yankee mf outside of you unfortunately i got your pride so i am you can't use me Pride, pride, pride of the Yankees. Um, no sound starts, effects on this episode because I'm remote. When right. I'm remote, I don't do sound effects. That was the sound effect. Oh. Yeah. So, man, I I know this is tough luck, especially after we just talked about the defense. Um, I'm I'm going to throw it at Tanaka a little bit, man. And this is uh, 
I, I don't want to start an April Tanaka thing, but he, he his stuff wasn't there tonight. I mean, we can't pin all of it on the defense. I T- thought he Tanaka, only gave up three bad hits. Tanaka hasn't been anywhere near the realm of playoff Tanaka or the top Tanaka we know and love. So for that reason, I'm giving it to him. Um, he's given up, what, four home runs this year. That's not a, not, not a great pace. I don't know, man. He, uh, You and me defend Tanaka an, a lot because when he's right, it's absolutely magnificent. And it's looking like this April and the start of last year was obviously atrocious. I, I don't know. I, I need more than that from our boy Masa, especially on a Tuesday. Come on. That was the most disappointing. I, I think I tweeted out or I yelled out like, hey, to not even look at calendars anymore. What the fuck? I mean, that's it's a little messed up, you know? Yeah, it's Tuesday, dude. I tweeted how excited I was about Tanaka Tuesday. I don't know what it translated to on your Twitter, because the Twitter translate sometimes is pretty shoddy, but come on, man. I I think the defense hurt him a lot today. I mean, the first batter hits one right by Neil Walker, who obviously showed he was cold and like stiff like a grandpa, didn't get it. The next one is uh, uh, half a foot out of the reach of Didi's, which was a legit single, but again, just unlucky ground ball. Bohr hits a flare. That was a real hit. Then we get an error from Didi, an error from Neil. Uh, there was a double that was a real hit in the uh, next inning, and then the home run was a real hit. He didn't have his stuff, but if the defense don't sabotage his night, we are not, uh, we're not nearly as, ba- as upset with him as we are now like it's still not a great performance because he wasn't shut down Tanaka but the defense sabotaged the fuck out of him I mean Tyler Austin had an error Neil Walker had what would be an error but he didn't touch it that's how bad it was it was he didn't touch it because it was so bad so it doesn't count as an error in the book Didi had an error Miguel Andujar had an error the whole infield had errors it's bad 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 infield behind Tanaka who's a ground ball pitcher isn't that so, uh, <laughs> such a baseball thing? Oh, 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 didn't touch it, no error. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, don't you think it was an error that he didn't touch it? That's that's the debate. <laughs> Might have been the biggest error. Okay, let's go into regular awards. I got, I got this first award. I don't know if you're going to be able to figure out who it goes to. Um, okay. We'll see. Can you guess? It's, uh, what's your deal, Neil? Award. Ooh, wait. Oh, if it's Neil Diamond. No, Neil Walker. Oh, America's singing. America's favorite singer songwriter, Neil Diamond. Yeah. Vegas own. What's your deal, Neil? I thought, you know, Jake said you were a clog on this team. You were an everyday player. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now he might be a clog. Um, You're I gave you like you're a professional at bat. You look so good at the plate. What happened, man? You're like, oh, for your last 10, you're playing terrible defense. Like, didn't reach a ball. Then had the sitting-on-a-bucket lazy-ass play. Then we had a guy at home, and you kind of just threw it away. Like, what is your deal, Neil? You're supposed to be a nine-year pro, professional pickup, stabilize everything. You're playing like a Chris Carter. 
last this last week. Whoa, hey, like, nothing. hey, whoa, dude! At the end, at the, at the end, we were losing nine nothing and going into the last inning. Neil leads off. It's like, hey, Neil, this game ain't fucking over. Gary Sanchez has his chest protector on in the dugout and standing front row because he's letting his teammates know we're going, we're tying this up, and we're going to be pitching, and I'm going to be catching again. I believe that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have put my gear back on. So I believe in the team. Let's rally. Let's do something. My name's Gary Sanchez. I care. Teddy Bear Gary. And Neil Walker's up there, not taking any pitches, just swung at three straight trying to hit a home run. Neil, a home run doesn't help us in a 9 nothing game. We need you to get on base. Take some fucking pitches. Don't you see Gary in his equipment still? It's like, what's your deal, Neil? Be the pro we said you were. Nine runners left on base today. Yeah. It's tough, man. So get back to us. Tell us what your deal is. So are we sure that award went to Neil Walker? <laughs> yeah. What's your deal, Neil? How, if, if Neil was, like, on fire, right, like roping balls, like Jacoby Ellsbury, the whole crowd loves him, screaming his name, um, would it be funny if everyone knelt down, like, at like a pew, like at church after every home run? I don't know. I think that's. I don't think that visual would look great from any point of view. <laughs> what about if they did it in the dugout? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or any runners he drove home, or like who's on deck? That'd be cool. Yeah, but like, you gotta you gotta do a lot better to get that, Neil. Yeah, hey Neil, we're not kneeling for you yet. Neil, but that Neil, would be Neil. funny, like if Neil Walker hits a home run. And Didi's up behind him or whatever, and you know you give those guys high fives, and they're just all on their knees, and then the hashtag Neil for Neil. We haven't had a, and it, this I could see this being a very annoying term if you're outside of Yankee Land, but we haven't had Giancarlo or Neil quote unquote earn their stripes yet. We haven't had that moment, and that's that's not nice. Hopefully soon. Was that your award? No, man. <laughs> all right, what's your award? My award's a happy award. Oh, nice. It's the uh, more National League, please. <laughs> it's the Louis Severino Award. <laughs> well, it's not the Louis Severino Award. It's the more National League, please. Sevy went six innings, one hit, one walk, eight Ks, 86 pitches. His interleague ERA is what? It's like under one or something like that. I think like it's that. like negative point two. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, maybe. Um, and uh, I I guess the negative spin will be at myself because I was a little worried about Sevy coming in this year. He's uh, He's just filthy, man. He's an absolute stud. I know the quality start stat was uh, was coming out from a few different angles this after after it that he's got the second most quality starts uh since what the beginning of last year something like that dude's dude's just dirty and a little mean when he's right and it's it's kind of awesome to watch so bully ball I, a positive award for me i had to like talk to tell my dad like we looked at each other like whoa sebi's one hit through five innings and yeah. like all this because you know they're hitting we're scoring a ton of runs but i said i think i gave sebi an award or i said something a while ago like I have to, I find myself midway through Sevy starts being like, yo, hey, appreciate this. Sevy's dealing right now and it's going unnoticed because it's just happening so smoothly and quickly. 
why? I feel like I keep sending these why questions at you, but Severino throws triple digits. He has a wipeout slider. Like, why is that feeling there? Because he's like, so quick, man. He's bullying them. And and when it's not like a close game or like a big, intense game, it just honestly feels like you're watching an interleague scrimmage or a guy get his, like, toss in. Like, it looks like I said that it looked like the Marlins were an inconvenience to Sebi. Like, this is who... This yeah. is a, this is a practice. This is me giving some high schoolers some at bats so they can see what major league pitching is like. Like, are these guys actually trying to hit against me? That's what it feels like. So it's like, oh, this is nothing. We should have thrown him again today. <laughs> yeah, we should have. All right, my next award goes to uh, Jekyll and Hyde Award. Sure. And it goes to two people. We've kind of talked about it already. Miguel Andujar, Tyler Austin, love the stick, hate the glove. Jekyll and Hyde, and uh, we can't have two of those in the lineup at once. And I, we need someone to come back. Need Glaber to come up. We need uh, Drury to get his vision back, because having Andy Har and Austin both play, we saw the errors today. Austin can't really pick much. He had one nice one, but he also messed a couple up. Andy Har can't come forward on a ball. But they are looking, Andy Warr, like you said, he had the two hits. Tyler Austin, I think, has like flipped a switch completely and is now giving us professional at-bats. We're taking. He's walking. Andy Warr is still antsy and jumping. I'm not really getting on him because the results are there last two games. Tyler Austin is having professional at-bats. But Jekyll and I wish, Hyde someone, I wish someone would have told us all offseason that Tyler Austin's a professional hitter. Me too. Well, well that's not a surprise. Well, you're saying you're surprised that he's giving you professional at-bats. It's the first time we've seen him, like, work counts. He, He's got a professional swing, but he, even in spring training, he wasn't working counts and, like, getting walks and going deep. Papi Gordo's been telling the world, baby. You like just, you just like his stance and the way he looks. Here's what I'll say. I mean, if I told you that Tyler Austin was going to have – what's he hitting now? Uh, after today, he's hitting 262, 354 OBP. Um, 500 slugging. I mean, this is, I never said I thought he was a world beating all-star. I just thought he was a major leaguer. And if, if I told you the numbers he's given you through these 11 games, I think you'd say, okay, yeah, that's pretty solid out of Tyler Austin. Yeah, I agree. All right. So that's, the, what's your last award? My last Or did you award. already do it? Did you already give two? What the hell, man? Why don't you get off my bunk, dude? My last award goes to the, uh, 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 why don't you bat me nice? And it's the Brett Gardner Award. Well, Brett Gardner won the award because guess what? His OBP after today is 392. So just let him bat lead off until he can't because right now he's doing his job at a borderline all-star level. If someone, so, do you think there's any people out there? Of course there are that are saying it should not be Gardner one, judge two. Yeah, and so the the one thing we missed from the Hicks camp yesterday is that his career numbers against lefty are a little more consistent, especially if you you consider last year a real year or whatever. And, like, yes, I get that. But, like, let that become a problem this year because right now it's not. Yeah. So 
It's Gardner one, Judge two, and that's right like we, the most. Stable. Right now we've got a lot more problems than that. Yes, agreed. Okay, so that was the awards. Now we're gonna give some of our listeners awards because hey, here's the thing, guys. We asked you to write in ratings and reviews. We're gonna. I'm gonna. Jake has three winners. I have three winners. We're gonna send you some prizes to people that won. Well, and we're doing this draft style. We're doing it draft style. I think we have 40, 40 participants, 39, 40. So only six of 40. And it is crushing me to not give everyone an award because yeah, I I get, this is as corny as this sounds, I get touched, dude. Like, these yeah. people, like I, I know we asked you. We were basically like, hey, write a review. Give us five stars. Say nice things about us. So, like, you didn't just do it. A lot of people have done it. Uh, it for other reviews, but these were like, Hey, but some of these are so nice. So I, Jess and I were getting lunch the other day and I was looking at them cause I knew we were doing this, but it was like my first time looking at it. It was after the wedding. And so I was bringing it up and I was like, Oh, we're up to like 184 reviews or whatever it was at the time. And she was like, Oh, let me see. And it was before I saw, but I still gave it cause I was like being nice. And I was sitting there like itching. Like, I want to see that. That stuff's like nice. <laughs> yeah. So I killed her. <laughs> That's your girlfriend. My cousin like screenshotted one. Was like, "Yo, this almost made me cry." And I was like, "Yeah, pretty yeah, nice, super nice." All right, who who wants? Do you want first pick or do I want? No, first you pick? have to go first. You're you're the jimmer. Okay. I want. I wonder. I wonder if any of our. I wonder if any we will steal any picks from each other. Okay, my we'll first see. my first pick goes to BV Duck Three, who who's. Who, take it off my draft board. His his pick was his review was called Talking Yanks Six Star Pod Five Tool Hosts. Was this on your board? It was on my board. I, the six star review is what we've been asking for, so I yeah. appreciate appreciated that a lot. Should I read it? Uh, I'd say the the uh, Spark Notes. I'm a fast reader. The analytics for this podcast are very, very strong. John Boy and Jake are five tool guys who match up great with both left and right-eared listeners. These are not guys I would ever consider DFAing for Shane Robinson. Now, BV Duck 3, not the best start right there, but this second paragraph is killer. The best best ability is availability, and John Boy carries plus tool here with his gamely periscopes. With the beard of a grizzled vet, this is a guy you can add to your locker room, and he'll earn the respect of the rookies and adoration from the elderly, tell him grandma. He won't wow you with his arm, but what he lacks in skill, he makes up for in his nickname. John Boy is not a guy you will need to worry wearing D-Dog during Players Weekend. Very true. Co-host Jake is the epitome of a team-first guy, short in stature. Okay. Scouts question his ability to ride a bike, but that just means he walks more. That's so yeah. true. That's like that, that? Line, I like that line a lot. Um, think Ronald Torres with a higher on-base percentage. His inability to use phrases beyond this, that, and the other have made him a boring post-game interviewee. That's pretty funny. But find me a Yankee captain from the past 10 seasons that hasn't used brief statements to handle the media. He giggles. Okay, see, you said that sentence really casually, and that was the nice part to me. Okay, he, his giggles and impressions behind the scenes are an ideal fit for this style of podcasting. John Boy and Jake can play for my team. I thought it was a good scouting report. Definitely, obviously, yeah. loved that he put the bike and the giggles in for you. Sure. And he compared me to all the Yankee captains. So Yeah, that was super nice. It was very nice. All right, so BV Duck, DM, get in touch, uh, and uh, we'll get you hooked up with the prize. Jake, who's your next 
pick in the draft of winning reviews? With the first round pick, Jake Storielli selects. And this is written by Gary is good, so I'm shocked you didn't select this. I don't even have it on my draft. Yeah, and there's a reason. <laughs> so <laughs> Gary is good writes. <laughs> Am I the only one that notices? Well, so <laughs> the title is listed as contest giveaway. So he's playing for keeps, which I like. <laughs> Five stars. Am I the only one that notices how large Jake's arms are when he was sleeveless in the spring training videos? Does he work out? Which are bigger, his arms or CeCe's thighs? Great show, by the way. Done. That's a W. He's playing for a W, and he gets the W. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't choose that. wasn't on my board. Yeah, I know. I chose the one that referenced you not being able to ride a bike confidently, you giggling. Right. Yeah. Okay. And now you. Uh oh. Did you freeze? All right. So uh, we just got disconnected from the internet, and I can't get back on. It's one thirty. I'm at my aunt's house, and I don't know where their internet is, and the cable got unplugged or something. So I have Jake on speakerphone. I apologize for this crappy situation for your ears but this is how we're going to finish the show because it's 1 30 and i still have to edit this don't expect a lot of edits jake are you ready i am ready you are up to your second pick in the draft okay my second pick goes to nick ranieri probably not pronouncing that right who did a talking yanks acrostic he called it an acrostic i'm not sure if that's what i would have called it but, you know, he made, for each letter of Talking Yanks, he made a, a saying. Was this on your radar? Jim, that was going to be my third-round pick, which means I'm, gonna, I'm going to have to steal your third-round pick or I'm going to be disappointed in myself. Okay, so this guy, for T, transplanted Yankee fans. Love that. We open up almost every show with that. A, authentic reactions to everything pinstripes. Yes, Nick, our reactions are authentic. L, lot of Jake giggles. <laughs> to use L and just use it for lot is pretty good. K, knowledgeable dudes. Disagree there, Nick, but thank you. I, injury-prone rants from John Boy. That made me laugh because it's the first time that's really been kind of pointed out. Like, yep, I do go on those a lot, mostly because I love my man Greg Bird. But that was funny. N, not just a podcast. It's so much more. That's good. We are trying to be like that. Y, Yabo calls from Jake. A, add them to the list, also affordablejerseys.com. Love that. N, non-athletic guys talking athletic talk. That's rude, but you're probably right. K, knock L. Gary and John Boy will knock you. Also love that. S, series previews, recaps, and made-up awards. Best Yankee podcast around. Go listen. But seriously, though, a lot of Jake giggles. I thought that was creative. I thought it hit on some points that haven't really been brought to my attention, but definitely are true. So, good job, Nick. You win. Pretty good. That was going to be my third round pick just because <laughs> creative and some good stuff in there. Yep. Okay. You ready? Yep. With my second round draft pick, the New York Yankees select Derek Jeter. No, I'm picking uh, the review from JPen88, Grown Losers featuring Joe Kelly. Yes, that was my third round pick. Yeah, I, I knew you. 
I knew you were going to pick it, and I'm I'm glad I can steal it. Um, the review is on tomorrow's episode of Grown Losers. Jake, John Boy, and the Mailman have to go to give the Mailman's brother Joe Kelly an intervention because of his wild sex addiction. So I feel like we have to give some backstory. Um, James was in film school. Jimmy John Boy James and. Uh, so we put we put together a little a fun script for a mini TV show. Some of you have already dug into it on the YouTubes. It's a silly like five minute web series. Uh, I think some good jokes in there. Not, <laughs> I wouldn't say great acting. Some good jokes. Um, the fact that this person went there and involving the mailman is obviously something very close to our hearts. And with the Joe Kelly stuff that could be an actual theme of one of the episodes so that uh that pulled at some heartstrings and just appreciate <laughs> someone going there is uh definitely plays with our heartstrings a little bit and this guy didn't just see that we made an episode uh, a web series called grown losers he watched it because joe kelly as the wild sex addiction guy would definitely be the mailman's brother and the mailman was a character from our show easily easily okay I'm glad you stole that, though, Jake, because the guy, my third-round pick, there's two here that I'm going to go to, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one of them, and then I'm going to secretly uh, give the other guy an award just because on the side as well. Because <laughs> I don't know how to do it. But it goes to Taylor Dowd. You there? Yeah. Okay. Just tweaking the rules a little bit. Well, I'm... I'm 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 a millennial, Jake. Everyone wins. But no, seriously, these two guys wrote such nice things. Uh, Taylor Dowd. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long. It was called Best Yankee Podcast You'll Hear. Appreciate that. Super long. Let me see if I can find like maybe a sentence or two. Um, he's been listening. He said this, which I thought was cool and a kind of a pat on the back. And it's, it feels weird to read it. But creating a successful informational and entertaining podcast is very challenging. You can't rely on images or video to tell the story. I give you huge props, though, because you've absolutely exceeded the mark. I've learned a lot about this team in this game. It was just it was uh, there's not a lot of jokes here. It's just very uh, genuine, nice stuff that was actually touching from Taylor Dowd. The other one was also from Zach in the Box. So I made the rules. I changed the rules. Those guys tied for third place in my book. So they're both getting awards. Unless you had one of them as your third. Well, that's it. Th- I was I was going to give my third to one of the genuine ones, and those are both up there. Um, so I'm I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, yeah, I like Zach Zach in a box. That that was a good one. I'll 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 take my third round pick. Okay, I liked what Zach. I liked the line from Zach in the box who said. If you, it's refreshing to hear two sports fans that can articulate their thoughts so well. If you need proof, listen to their interviews with both with people like Brian Hoke, Ryan Rucco. Both interviewers respect the Talking Yanks crew. And uh, just shout out to our old interviews if you are new and haven't listened to those. I think those are a little more evergreen than the the regular ep- uh, episodes. So shout out to J- Zach in the Box. who. Uh... And you know what, Jake? I will say I have now guested on some podcasts. And when I went on those podcasts, I gained more respect for how we handled our guest situations because we were pretty good about it and could and I got a glimpse into not being good about it a couple times. 
you and I don't like to pat ourselves on the back. We crushed our interviews so far. So let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. Well, sorry for this bad audio. Thank you for hanging around and listening. Uh, if we said your name, get in touch, uh, DM or email talkingyanks at gmail.com. And we will hook you up with a shirt, a hat, a book, a jersey. I don't know. I have some stuff. Uh, I'll try to talk, but beggars can't be choosers. You're winning something. You don't really have a say of what you're winning. <laughs> thanks, thanks for all the love, everyone else. I mean, you know. Yo, there, were a, there was a lot of good stuff. The girl, there was a lot of Jake sucks out there. So all the good stuff. A runner up. Let me see. Let me share some runners up. I really like this opening line from Nikita Fajita, who just said, one is a blue-eyed dump truck and the other is a dollar store Dave Franco. I was like a killer opening line. Yeah, strongest opening line. Strongest opening line. He ruined it. If he only had a one paragraph and didn't and didn't his second paragraph was give me my prize, like, no, dude, now I'm not going to give it to you because you told me to, obviously. If he went one paragraph, I don't know, it was pretty good. Uh, blue-eyed dump truck and dollar store Dave Franco, really good. <laughs> You just you just kind of finish it on a positive negative ride like blue eyed dump truck <laughs> nickel store Dave Franco I don't know these dudes talk yanks it's not great <laughs> also shout out another like fifth place finish by Frank one one eight four whose review is Gary is cute okay well I like that one a lot not wrong all right. That's that. Oh, you know what I'm going to plug, Jake, since we don't have um, uh, another official ad right now in this spot? I'm going to – what's that? No more Runyon. No more Runyon, yeah. So I'm going to plug right now. Um, if you enjoy music, songs, and song meanings, I have – I've been doing a podcast every morning. It's daily, about 20 minutes, and it's just uh, songs. I really like music, and I really like talking about the things that I like. So talking songs, you know, everything I do is just talking something because I lack imagination and it also kind of like makes it an easy to keep track of for people who want to listen to things. So talking songs, if you like music, go check that out. Plug my own shit. You know, because I, I, ha- I, might, I might have some, some something fun for the Talking Yanks mob next episode. A little teaser there. Okay, that's exciting. I have a lot of people that don't like the Yankees, but know that I do podcast stuff and they're like well I want to listen and I'm like well the Yankees one's really in depth so I don't think you're going to like that <laughs> so trying to do some other stuff talking songs alright uh, it's one one thirty in the morning I got to edit this real quick and try to get some sleep for my 7am flight oh I'm, I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow and I'm going to be awake since it's not a red eye so I'll probably tweet out asking me questions because flying is so boring so let's do a little Q&A in, in the air nice. alright Bye. Uh, Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks.